0: Hi, my name is White James Moore, and you are listening to my dad and your host of the Lifestyle Asset University podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm so excited today. We're back to doing an interview with some of our members. We've got James and Emily Basla from Virginia with us today and Fredericksburg, Virginia. Right, guys?
1: Yep, that's it.
0: Okay. All right, awesome so I uh, just want to make sure we'll get you uh, we'll get a good a, be- a better introduction but I'm really really excited. Um, James and Emily joined our group less than 30 days ago and they've got an amazing story. They're not the type that like to sit around and uh, twiddle their thumbs as you will hear here shortly. They, they dove in and they're, uh, they they hit the ground running so we'll'll have, we'll have a fun time talking to them but I'm really excited because some of our other interviews have been some members who have been in for a little bit longer. Have had established properties. They're getting revenue on them and everything else. And and James and Emily got into this game a really short time ago. And um, they do have a property that they're under contract on right now that we'll, we'll talk about. But it's a really fun process. And I wanted to talk to them a little bit about their process. But as usual, guys, to warm you up, we're gonna we're gonna hit you up with some rapid fire questions. Shelly came up with this a few episodes ago, and so we're gonna Emily. I'm gonna have you answer first, and then we'll let James answer. Okay and so we'll uh, bring this, it we're we'll, ready we're gonna see how compatible you are with some of these questions as well so <laughs> well, um okay awesome so mountains or beach 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 all right oh, hold on hold on a second mountains <laughs> or beach? and hey, the property that they have on, on under contract is on a ski hill <laughs> <laughs> so yes that's
2: right that's our number two
1: that's okay our number all right, all right. And your numbers helped us make a wiser decision okay so all right all right for that.
0: Yeah. you guys totally threw me off right there on the first one the very first question <laughs> the host gets thrown off of his thought, thought process all right urban or rural uh rural rural awesome netflix or nightclub
2: netflix netflix
0: truck or car <laughs> truck car Emily, my kind of girl. <laughs> uh, tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee. Okay. Protein bar or protein shake?
2: Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Um, shake. Protein shake.
0: Protein bar. Okay. Summer or winter?
2: Ooh, both. Is that possible?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, okay. I'll take summer. Okay. Steak or chicken? Steak. Steak. All right, cats or dogs? Dogs, for sure. Dogs. <laughs> All right, hard books or audio books?
2: Audio books.
0: Audio books. Okay, running shoes or high heels?
2: Running shoes.
1: Definitely running shoes.
0: <laughs> okay, I, hey, I, I was just waiting there, James. <laughs> we were gonna go. We just might one jokes different or type. Audio
2: that you have.
1: Yeah,
0: were yeah,
2: we, One <laughs> jokes that you have is gonna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, gummy bears or chocolate? Chocolate chocolate money or free time free time free time awesome this is one of my favorite questions and this like our group no so we we talk about investing right we invest in real estate we, we we want a return on money nobody's ever answered money which i love i love the fact that that we realize that that's uh, so much more important but early riser or night owl
2: mm-hmm. early riser
0: early riser all right facebook or twitter Facebook. Facebook. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Or n- neither. <laughs> Road trip or air travel?
2: Yeah. Road trip.
1: Road trip.
0: Awesome. Okay, guys, that's that 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 gets you warmed up. So now the hard questions start. So we'll dive in. Nice. Yeah, we'll dive in kind of the details. First, we'd like to get to know you a little bit. You know, I, I kind of gave you a really brief introduction of where you're from. Tell us a little bit about the family. Um, where you guys are from, if you've always been from Fredericksburg, or, or uh, then give us a little background. What you do, where you're from, and tell us a little bit about,
1: about the family. Well, Emily and I are from Michigan. Uh, we were both born and raised in Michigan, and we actually met each other in college. And, uh, you know, Emily saw me from across the room. She thought, man, this good-looking guy right here, <laughs> uh-huh. i got to meet him. No, it's actually the yeah.
0: opposite. It yeah. was the opposite. Yeah, yeah. And so, hey, are just so people are listening to this <laughs> game and they can't see – and so there is there is and and I can say this because I'm in your same boat and and you can appreciate this. We definitely traded up, my friend. And so up. You, oh. you, there was definitely a chase, but it was the other way around, I'm sure.
1: It was the other way around, and everyone that's listening right now could probably hear the eye roll that took place yeah. on the video. But um but yeah, we met each other in college and uh we actually um right before getting married we moved down to fredericksburg virginia which is a city located between dc and richmond and so we moved down here and started our married lives um out this way and we've been here now for a little over 12 years Uh, so and three kids later um you know we've been out here for 12 years and virginia fredericksburg virginia is now home for
0: us awesome awesome how many emily tell us about the boys you're you're outnumbered. Have, that's why. So you you yeah. you've got you you've got to tell us a little bit about the how you get out outnumbered there.
2: Yes, well we have three very active boys. <laughs> yeah. We have a nine-year-old named Zane, and we have a seven-year-old named Ezekiel. We call him Zeke, and we have a four-year-old named Judah. And. Um I'm actually homeschooling the older two and now Judah as well this year um just with covid and things going on. Um this is my first year doing that but yeah, just a very lively household. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. You're uh, yeah, you I'm sure that those uh that's why that coffee is is so uh, nice to have once in a while. You're like <laughs> I, yes, I just <laughs> right? I need
2: my coffee. Mandatory. Sure. Right.
0: <laughs> mandatory. Right, mandatory coffee. No, they uh this year, you you started homeschooling. Uh, will you keep that going, or is that just a COVID thing?
2: Probably just COVID. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. I would have never thought we would be here. So who knows?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We uh, my, my wife homeschools, but we've been homeschooling for a few years. So this is this year wasn't really throwing us off too much because she's she's been the doing the homeschool. But I've had a uh, talked to a lot of people that are that are like, you know, when school starts, I'm going I'm going back to school. So it's uh. They can, that age is fun. I've got nine-year-old twins, so I know that that age there. They don't stop. You know, they don't, I'm like, man, they, I don't know how, I don't know how we can bottle that energy up and use it, but we need to figure out how to. I
2: they just, they bounce everywhere or wrestle everywhere. Right. It's one of the two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, well, hopefully you, hopefully you get some sort of an escape somewhere. James, you got to make sure that happens because she's, she's outnumbered. Oh, Definitely. All right. Oh, definitely. All right. Awesome. Tell us, uh, what do you do for a living?
1: So, I'm actually a real estate agent um, in Fredericksburg, and uh, I've been doing that now for five years. Uh, And that business has really grown. Uh, It's grown fast. My first year in was really, really good, and now I'm blessed to be one of the top agents out in this area. And uh, my secret weapon in real estate is actually Emily. Uh, she's the one that takes my photos and she's the one that helps me sell these properties. So we are able to do, uh, a a little bit of that together because she's the photographer for me a lot of the times. Um, so I'm a real estate agent out in this way.
0: Nice. And then Emily helps on the, on the photo side of it. Yes. Nice. And then Emily, you, you, you stay with the kids, right? You're home with the kids, um, and help on that side. I'm home
2: with the kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. At this point, that's, I'm home with the boys and homeschooling. And that's really been as much as I could handle right now. <laughs> oh,
0: that's, not, that, that's not as much as that's as much as anybody can handle. That's, a, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not a, that, that's not one of those like, uh, that's, that's a lot. Um, so tell me what what do you guys enjoy as a family? You, what, what kind of activities do you guys go do as a family together?
2: Um, I think we like to be outside a lot. We love to swim and go to the beach. Um, I think outdoor activities with the boys are wonderful. <laughs> yeah. They can yeah. be boys, which is yeah. perfect.
1: They can't break as much when they're
2: outside. Yes.
0: <laughs> right, right. The, yeah, except for their arms, right? <laughs> That's like, right. Their bodies. What yeah. They, they, they come the back arm. with a couple bruises, but that, at least at least everything's intact in the house. <laughs> That's, how, That's right. How Two of the
1: three is, uh, have had broken bones or were just waiting on the youngest to join the club. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we're blessed to be outside quite a bit. We live in a community where there's um, a lake, and so we're able to get out and enjoy that, whether we're on the water, in the water, fishing, um, playing some golf in the community. There's some soccer fields and, and, and different things in the area. Of course, they have a lot of friends. We have a lot of friends in this community. So we love just being outside and playing together, which is actually one of the draws to, to how we found you, is we love yeah. to... to to have adventures, to play outside, uh, we're an active family, and so that was one of the attractions to uh, to Vodice.
0: Awesome, awesome. So yeah, yeah, just stumble a little bit. We're still kind of getting used to that, right? When you when you right, we made that changeover from lifestyles University to Odyssey like right after you got in, right? So we're we're still kind of getting yes. to Odyssey as well. So we're uh, some of those listeners that they, they'll appreciate that uh, that we that we sometimes bounce back and forth. So do you, uh, you, you've been in the real estate game, building your team up there. I know you're getting into the coaching side of it as well, right? Helping some agents and, uh, you know, get, get there, you know, get into the game and do some of that stuff, right?
1: Yes, I don't have a team, but I do train um, agents, especially new agents through their first several deals. And I just uh, put out, uh, we have a business called the Focus Agent where there's a quarterly planner just to help agents uh, not only create goals, but track their goals. Uh, so we 're very excited about that, so yeah. yeah, I have put my toe in the coaching game for real estate for a couple of years now, and that 's been great that 's
0: awesome, yeah, no, awesome. I actually you, you were you, you let me kind of look into that a little bit, I looked into it It looks awesome, and that that 's going to be a really fun <laughs> thing for people to dive into as well so any of any we, we have a lot of agents listening to this on the on the podcast, so go check out the focus agent, agent as well and so so you've been in the game any um, any other real estate investments in the past that, that you were doing? Any, did, you ever, did you ever get into any or did you just dive right into the short-term rental side of it?
1: Well, you know, we have no experience, um, personal experience. Yes. Uh, some of my friends that are owners of the brokerage, they, they um, are into real estate investing, which is single-family homes in the local area, um, which has always been something that I've thought about, but it never really excited me or ignited like, any sort of passions within me. Um, but through a couple of trips that we've been on um as a family, you know, you do the math. I hear this on your podcast all the time. You're like, How much am I paying each night for yeah. this trip? And what's the mortgage again for this uh home that we're staying at? And then you start to do the math and think a little bit and you know, do a little bit of searching on the internet and you start to realize, wow, this is a legit investment opportunity. And then finding you was uh, just very timely. Uh, You know, We we have a a strong faith background. I totally think it was a God thing, how we found you and uh, just the timing of it all. And so um, I didn't realize that we would jump in so quickly, like as far as getting your course and being under contract probably within weeks, but uh, but it's been such a blessing and so exciting for us.
2: Absolutely. I I think we've been looking for an opportunity to invest. We had um, financially then taking care of um, some things and getting ready. And and we are ready to invest in one way or another and keeping our eyes open and really just ready to act on it. And so yeah. I think that is perfect timing. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Yeah. It, it's uh, any, when you're going through that process, like you say, it's timely, right? You're, you're, most of us are interested in things and we're, you know, when the time's right, we, we jump into it. Where, what were some of the big fears getting into it? You know, you guys, you, you, you know, we had a couple of conversations, but what were some of those fears? Because once you jumped in, you guys, you guys got after it.
1: Um, I would say one of the biggest uh, and I wouldn't even call it fear, but one of the biggest things that's been interesting uh, being a couple of years in real estate is just watching the income, right? It kind of has its ebbs and flows. Yeah. Um, and for the first couple of years, you know, the business was growing really quickly, but you still go from seeing like a a huge, maybe second, third quarter to a very weak uh, fourth or first quarter. And so you're still getting your sea legs in real estate with how to handle an uncertain income. So we had to accomplish some personal goals, such as, you know, reaching certain uh, thresholds with our savings and making sure that, uh, you know, some different debts or car loans were paid off and whatnot. But we finally got to the point where we felt good and then on top of that, because of uh, the market condition with COVID, uh, there has been no cooling off in this market. So this has been our best year ever. Fourth quarter is looking great, first quarter as well. And w- because we're able to check the box, it, we were in a position to say, "Okay, we're probably more ready than what we thought."
0: Yeah, awesome. And, and that's a. I'm glad you brought that up because that is that's something that you know, it's it's kind of a. You know, people understand that you have to be in a in the financial position to take advantage of these types of properties, right? When we when we analyze them, when we're talking about them, we're not like I mean, when we do those quick analyses, when we you know analysis when we stay in a property and we look at it, we're like, okay, I'm paying a thousand dollars a week or three thousand dollars a week, whatever it is, and the mortgage that's paying the mortgage for the whole month, usually. But we quickly do it, and we don't realize that well, it, it's probably sitting vacant, you know. 50 or 60% of the time and after you do your, you know, you can still, there's, it's a good financial model and can make a lot of sense, but it's not like you're going to just be rich overnight with these properties, right? They're going to, they still take some time to do it. You have to put down payment money down. You guys are going through the process now where you're going to do a little bit of a fix up. You're going to have to furnish the property, possibly add some things. So you have to be in a position financially to take advantage of it. Right. And, and that's important for people to know because you don't want to dive into something and bite off more than you can chew And it. And I love when people hear that because, you know, you want, we want those expectations set really realistically for people. And it's great that you guys realize that. And then that was part of the timing for you.
1: Yes. And I'm not trying to give you a big head when I say this, Sean, but it's, hopefully this will encourage you. But I think one of the reasons why you gained instant credibility with, with us is that you don't beat around the bush. You don't sugarcoat it. You're not like, you know, flashing some shiny thing and, and misleading people. You're saying, you know what? There's a commitment there. It's not what you think. And what that does is that humility and that honesty, it breeds trust. And so it's like, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. He knows that it's going to take some work. Uh, if someone ever makes it sound too good to be true or too easy, to me, that's an instant red flag. Yeah. And so, you know, you you were able to gain our attention right away because of that. And probably many people that are in this, uh, in this course, in this uh, group here is because of you just being straightforward and blunt.
0: Nice. So I appreciate you saying that. And that that's just kind of how we operate. And I, I appreciate being around people like that. And that's and so we just try to try to do the same. Right. And, you know, we're I always, and I say this all the time, too. I'm in such a lucky position. I'm grateful every day. Every day I wake up every day I go to bed. We say thanks because I get to do what I love every single day. And I'm around people. New and I meet new people like you guys. I and mean, when we met, a, you know, less than 30 days ago, right. And, and you, you're inside of our group and we'll continue to build that group. And it's just so fun to be around people doing this. And part of that is that we get into it with the right expectations. We get into a understanding that, Hey, there's going to be, it's, it's not, it's not all, you know, sunshines and rainbows and, and, uh, you know, good days, you know, sometimes there's things that we, challenges we have to deal with there's money we have to have saved up there's all these different things but when we know that we can really take that and build something that's really really fun and and lasting and and adds a lot of impact to our lives and and our families and everything else and that's what's so fun about it and so i appreciate you saying that because and and it's just part of it's part of the process and 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 that's what part of our name you guys like we talked about we tried to we we it's called bodice we try to make up a name but that word odyssey, it's like this epic journey and it's not a journey that without, you know, without challenges and it's not a journey without some of the, you know, some things that are going to happen along the way, but it's a worthwhile journey and it, and it's something that we learn from. And and the fun is the journey to me. And so, you know, and, and it's, uh, and just, and that's why I love our group so much. I love, um, you know, I, I could sit, I could talk for an hour about this because I just, I just feel so blessed to be around people that, just go out and make it happen. Like we're going to hear your guys' story. It just, I get so happy every day when people are just out doing it. Right. Like people say, you know, I always tell people, you know, 10% of the process is our course. 90% is the people that are doing it. And, and, and you guys, you guys are an absolute testament to that. So that's awesome. So. You're uh, definitely in
1: your sweet spot. Love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's fine. So, so let's talk about the property. Um, so we got in, you got into the course. we started, started looking I think you guys are you guys are in the running I need to I need to run the numbers you're in the running for one of the fastest under contracts in the course and so <laughs> I think we're less than 20 days right so so uh, it's, uh it, and so tell us a little bit about the property what the what you know what you found I know that uh, I know we, we talked about the beach and I already kind of let people know it's not a beach it's a mountain ski property but uh, it was really fun for me looking at that and your property analysis. It was a really fun little property.
1: Yeah. Well, in, in filling out the worksheets that you gave us, we identified two areas that um, that we were interested in. And one was the beach, actually, um, the Outer Banks. Uh, we live in Virginia. So that's about four or five hours away. Mm-hmm. And uh, the second was a, a local um, resort in the in the mountains. Um, what are mountains to us here yeah. on the East Coast? No <laughs> offense to your West Coast. Those yeah. are true mountains.
0: Yeah. But um
1: yeah, but we, that was our second uh, choice. And, it, you know, it's interesting because when we were looking at the tools that you've provided for us, actually, uh, when we started looking at the numbers at, at the beach, it just didn't make as much sense. And so that's where I think, you know, there's an excitement in the personal use of a vacation rental, which there should be. That's one of the, be- the part of the beauty of it. But you also have to match that excitement with the, with the numbers and yeah. the numbers didn't look too good. And then we started looking at, um, at uh, Wintergreen Resort, and um, we were just really interested in what we saw. We, we, initially, we started looking at higher-priced homes, but then we actually ended up settling on you know, a smaller condo that was you know, right off the, the ski slope, so it's ski in, ski out, um, and uh, you have a beautiful view off the patio there. It is on the ground level, which I think is really awesome, yeah. and it does have a full kitchen which is something that matters to us. And I think in the future with things going on in our country, I think that's actually an important thing to have and uh, nice to have as well. But I think the biggest, um, one of the biggest surprises for us in this process of looking at this property was I thought that it would be like only sought out after or mainly sought out after in the winter months. But after using the tools that you provided us, we were shocked to see that the summer and the falls were just as high as far as the occupancy rates. Yeah. So, so it it ended up being a great opportunity for us and actually at a lower price point because it was smaller and more simple. So it quickly became exciting to us. Yeah. What am I missing? Am I missing anything with that?
2: No, that sounds great. I think, yeah, right now we're looking at it and just trying to decide on what do we do as far as renovations and things like that, because it is very outdated. Um, and so that's kind of where we're at with talks and things yep. going into it. Yeah, so you,
0: you guys are, I mean, we're, we're, you're fresh. I mean, you're a week or two under contract now. Is that, are you even that far into under contract?
1: Uh, it'll be a week this Saturday. So we're yeah. five days in,
0: so you've but done we already
1: had the home inspection, inspection completed. Yep. And now we're basically uh, asking a seller to do some stuff, but then we're, Collecting quotes to do pretty much a complete remodel: the flooring, the paint. But it's only 800 square feet. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a studio condo. So when you look at quotes for stuff like that, it's not like you're trying to do an entire house. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, let's take a look at what it would cost to take this and have it completely renovated and updated, and uh, go yeah. from there. Make sure it makes sense for us. Still,
0: awesome. Let's talk about that a little bit because I think that's a fun part of the process for people to hear. Um, because you're, you're in the middle of that. And when we looked at it first, first, I want to touch on a couple things. It is nice to be able to see, you know, when you start to analyze different areas, you start to say, okay, where, you know, where, where am I going to get the best, you know, bang for my buck, the best return on that investment. And you you start to see the different seasonality and things like that. Right. You know, we, we assume ski hills are, are wintertime areas and, more and more across the country, the ski areas are, I mean, they're in fact in, in the western mountains here in Colorado, Utah, um, the, the big ski mountains, they're they're making more money in the summertime than they do in the winter now. And it's crazy, you know, and, and so they're these they're almost turning into year-round resort communities outside of that melt-off season in the in the spring, then I mean they're pretty much year-round. And so you start to realize that. And in fact, when I saw your guys' property, I was looking, at. I was going to text you and I still am going to, well, I'll just tell you now. I was like, I'm really, I'm like, I want to buy a property there because as I, what I started looking at is there's a good little opportunity, but I, but what you guys are in the process of that I want to kind of roll to now is taking this property and everybody kind of does everything the same in this business, right? I, I say this all the time that like 98% of people kind of operate the same way you know, they buy a property, they, they don't really put too much into it because it's just a rental. I hear all the time. It's just a rental. I don't need to, I don't need to remodel it. I don't need everything nice. And so they all kind of stay dated. They all kind of blending together, especially like condo complexes. We see it all the time. And there's a huge opportunity to go and take it and put a, put a facelift on it. And like you mentioned, it's smaller. Some of these properties, it doesn't take a lot to make them really pop, you know, and really, really come alive. And, and that's a fun part of the process. I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun with that. There's so many fun, you know, design themes and stuff that you can do in mountain areas that that I'm sure you're just diving into right now and love to hear some of those ideas that you're, you're probably thinking about right now. Right.
2: Starting to think about it. Also going to really lean on some other people for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think we've, we've looked through pictures and ideas, but ultimately that becomes very overwhelming for me. So to get in touch with an interior designer is super helpful. We've been talking to somebody who can actually do the renovations for us. Um, And so that's where we're at in the process. I, I know what I like, but I don't, as far as being an interior designer, that is not me. So Yeah. (laughs) yeah, but it's fun. This is a fun part of the process for sure.
1: Yeah, since Emily and I have a background in real estate and we kind of work together in selling homes, it, it makes me feel like we kind of have a little bit of experience on what we would need to do to really make that, the pictures and the listing uh, stand out. So, yeah. you know, we do have some experience there. It can be a little overwhelming when you're trying to figure out what to do and all the different options that you have. But yeah. because we have some contacts, because we're already in real estate, um, it certainly helps to work with people that we already know. And and they're all willing to travel a little bit further to do some work for us, which is awesome.
0: That is awesome. Yeah, a great network is worth their weight in gold for sure. And so, and, and that's what, and like we talked about, a lot of times we get intimidated a little bit by the whole process. A lot of times these properties aren't in our backyard, right? We can't go check on them every day. They're a little bit further away. And so we have a good team to be able to pull that off. But also, like we said when you're when you're really looking at how to create that unique experience and, to, you know, create that theme and you pull in some of these professionals that can do that it can come together pretty quickly and, and be something, you know, pretty fun, you know, pretty quickly. And so as you so as you're kind of going through this right now, is there are there any like, you know, are there any like really tough things that you're thinking like, OK, here's what here's a couple things we're worried about that are coming up possibly.
2: Yeah um I guess for me I'm looking at the renovation and wondering what what type of budget we should have in mind going into it based on the property type um and also you know the appliances are outdated we might have an HVAC issue so just looking at all these things and making sure that the numbers line up at this point is yeah. where where I'm getting stuck a little bit
0: Yeah awesome and and that's a that that for sure that's something you want to look at right and always always give yourself a little bit of a contingency right i always anytime we do a renovation we add about a 10 or 15 percent contingency right now appliances are a challenge across the country there's you can't get them right and so appliances you got to like order them you know as soon as possible things like that that you just don't want to wait on and getting good solid bids from everybody and it can be a, a renovation even though even though it's not a lot of square footage it's still, it can still, you know, be a stressful part of the process. And in fact, Jeff Weber, who you guys, who, who you met originally, and then you know, he went through that, and he, like he, he called me all the time through his renovation. He's like, "Man, I don't know what I did. I don't know what <laughs> what I got." it. And ultimately, you'll get through it. But the, you know, obviously, you you guys know we're a, we're a phone call away for some of that stuff as well, too. But it's that is something that you have to be, you know, diligent on and and organize with, and you know, treat that as don't just, even though you have partners doing it, don't just turn it over to everybody because it can get out of hand pretty quick. If you don't, if you don't stay on top of it. So, um, any, as you're going through the process, I mean, any questions that you would have for me that like, if we were, let's say we were on a coaching call, are there any questions that you would have for me that, uh, um, cause you, like I said, you guys are, you guys are in the game fairly you know, you've got in quick, you're going through it pretty quick, and we're going through this process, and, and you know, it might be fun for somebody to hear if you, if you, if there's anything coming to mind that are just questions.
2: I guess I have one. I don't, it goes back sort of to what I just was talking about, but as far as the renovation, is there a certain percentage or anything that you recommend as a budget looking at a certain property of, should you do it all at once? Should you maybe hold off on renovating the kitchen and wait a year or, you know, just I guess those are the questions that are coming to my mind right now.
0: So budget wise, that's a good question. So uh, it it does come down to the budget. First of all, how much, how much do you have realistically without biting off more than you can chew? Right. Anytime I tackle a renovation, I prefer to do it all at once if I can. And so it, it really is. I've done it uh, many times where I've pieced it together and it, it always turns out to be more expensive and it doesn't turn out as nice and then if i can just do it all at once in the beginning oh there you go you hear my my uh yes so there we go sorry uh, just so you <laughs> listeners here I, i've got a glass office that's by a hospital so once in a while we hear we hear uh, we hear cop cars and sirens so sorry a little distraction we were making a joke about that before but as so i definitely if if you have it in the budget I would definitely try to do it all at once. Um, It makes it much easier. Nobody's in there. You can go in, you can get it done the way you want it. And because many times too, when you try to piece it together, if um, just to try to save time or, you know, like right now, a challenge will be getting somebody to do the work. Everybody's so busy. So sometimes you're like, I'll just wait on that. And then you never get back to it. And especially if the property's rented and everything else. And then it just becomes one of the other properties in the complex. So I, you know, if you're going to take the time to dive in, I would dive in, you know, and my inclination is that's your guys' style. Anyways, you're going to dive into deep end. And so <laughs> uh, yeah, we were
2: leaning that way, but yeah. it's nice to hear it.
0: Yeah. That that's the, that's what I would do for sure. And then, and then I would try to get, you know, as far as budgeting on a rehab, it's really hard to say, okay i'm in a i'm in a budget x dollar amount cuz every property is so specific right so you really have to just do a good job of getting good solid bids for the work that you're looking at doing and um and sometimes that's a price per square foot if you've got like a contractor that will come in and do most of it um sometimes that's just going to be a dollar amount um and so i you 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 really have to go property specific on that and get get good solid bids for but there there's going to be there's going to be supply issues right now that you're going to have to deal with you're going to have to deal with are you guys going to refurnish or the the property I know it was probably sold furnished but I don't know how much of it you're going to keep or use or what
2: we're going to have to um refurnish most of it i would say it's yeah. it's just outdated
0: okay because
1: it's so small there's just not that much there yeah. so You know, it is a studio, so there's not like its own separate bedroom. So we've talked about things like, okay, do we want a bed that has a trundle pull out, so that we can also pair that with maybe they're selling it furnished. There's already a pullout couch there, so technically, even though it's a studio and it's 800 square feet, it could sleep five people. Yeah, and maybe do so comfortably. So, but yeah, we're talking about making sure that we make sure it's updated. We don't want to update the whole. Uh, studio and then have outdated furniture it just wouldn't look right so we're probably looking at going all in
0: to yeah. really make it pop I, I i would i would suggest that just just seeing it where the the furniture kind of matched the era that it was in and um and yeah. as, as you redo it, it it you know i would i would consider that as well as part of the budget and do that just i think it will put, bring the whole property together for sure and then i wanted to mention a, and i think we, we talked about this a little bit but um, you know, one of the, one of the kind of the things that everybody talks about is heads and beds, right? It, we want to maximize how many people a property can sleep and where you've got a studio and you're like, you know, we can comfortably sleep five. Maybe five makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. Right. And so um, if it's, if it's five with kids, that's a different story than trying to get like, you know, adults in there. Right. And so the way that you set it up is a big deal because it's not always about just maximizing sleeping space. And, and so you want to really kind of go through that and think about that because sometimes, you know, if a studio and and it's a large studio, an 800 square foot studio, I mean, it's a, it's a, you, you've got space in there, but it's not, um, you don't always want to just say, okay, how many people can we stack in here and sleep? Right. And so, um, as you, as you kind of consider setting it up, because some people just do that and they think that, Hey, I want to, I'm going to throw bunk beds here and I'm going to throw, you know, couches over here and, and, and it just kind of ruins the the experience in the space. So, and I know you guys are will think that through, and we'll have a lot of fun helping you get that set up as well. I'm I'm excited to see how it goes. Look, I love little properties because you can do so much to them for not a huge amount of cost, right? And and they they can be really fun to set up. Um, awesome, guys. What uh, what am I forgetting to ask? Anything that that you guys would like to share with people? Any aha moments? Anything that you want to? that you would love listeners to hear um, that are thinking about this process or getting into this process?
1: Well, once again, I'm not trying to make this a commercial, but you're probably gonna like this answer, Sean, but um, just to, just to share with people, one of the things that was so helpful for us is, and we knew this in getting into um, uh, this course, into this group that you would provide coaching when we did find a property that we were interested in. And I was amazed by how quick you responded. We reached out to you saying, hey, believe it or not, we've already found a property, we're interested, can you take a look, and you were going into a meeting, but as soon as the meeting was done, you sent us this 15-minute video just kind of showing us the numbers, and that was super helpful because it, it answered a lot of the questions that we had that we haven't even, didn't even have a chance to ask you yet, so you were able to get ahead on that. And then after that, you know, just some of the tools that we were uh, kind of going through the course, you know, double time, utilizing that software to go through fast. (laughs) I think we had Sean at 1.6 and uh, (laughs) maybe even 1.7 at one time. (laughs) Um, But we were soaking it all up like a sponge and the tools were so helpful. I think a lot of the questions that we have now are like maybe even like smaller things. Like, Like one of the questions we were talking about the other day was even just locks on a door. They yeah. make these locks that can change for every single uh, person that comes, which I yeah. think is pretty incredible. So, you know, we're looking at things like locks or, you know, nest, uh, nest options so that we can control the temperature while being away. So, yeah. it's just a lot of those little questions.
0: But yeah, that, that's awesome. And, and that's exactly the way as you go through that setup process, absolutely get like even the noise aware. You know, noise aware is a great product that you just plug inside and it's a great security type device. So, if somebody's having too big of a party, you get a, you know, you get a warning basically. And it, and it really, that you know, sends you on your phone. Hey, there's, you know, you're getting really high decibels in a, and it's a condo association. So your neighbors are going to appreciate that, right? They're going to, they don't Can want to get
2: that for my boys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I, seriously. I know. I, I, I tried to plug one in my house one time. It didn't work. It just kept going off. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, but no, those are, those are the little things that is, that you, you, you know, like we always talk about, we don't know what we don't know. Right. And, and that's one of the benefits as well as you, you know, you guys are surrounding yourself with people that are, that are doing this, they're in the game. And, you know, and, and even like we have that process for the property analysis that you just mentioned, and, you know, you guys learn how to do it. And it's so fun for me to go through that because most of the time, like that wasn't the first one you filled out. You looked at you, like you said, you looked at the outer banks, you looked at some other stuff to kind of figure it out, but you know, a lot of times, like I love, I love analyzing properties. I can analyze properties and I can talk about this all day, every day. I've said that a hundred times on the podcast. Right. And so (laughs) it's, it's, it's fun for me. I just, so, so that's why, but that's part of the benefit of of what we do and and we have a lot of fun doing it. And, uh, and so that's why we, we get on it pretty quick because I love looking at properties. You know, we're, we're constantly, you know, we do this. This is what we do. You know, I don't just, I'm not just a coach, right. I make, the majority of my living investing in real estate. And so, um, and and that's what, you know, what I've always done. And so it's just, all we're doing is just kind of sharing what we're doing. So, you know, we're having a lot of fun with you guys and, and it's just, uh, and the whole rest of the group. And I just, you know, I appreciate as much, you know, I love it when that interested or committed, right. You know, I love when people get in and they just take action and they are committed and that's absolutely.
1: Well, I will say this, and I'm sure a lot of people that are listening can relate to this, but you know, we are opposites. We complement each other. And even though we both love looking at homes, how we approach it is so different. So I'm more of the salesman that um, is more, maybe a little bit more impulsive, that is more of a feeler as far as situations goes. And Emily is more of a researcher. And so it's been so cool to do this with her because number one, she's crunching the numbers and obsessed with the AirDNA tool and all the yeah. Uh, numbers that show you if it's a good or bad investment or not. And I'm like, shoot, go ahead, have at it. Let me know when you're done, <laughs> you know, what those not, what that cash and cash return is, what your cap rate is, you know, I'll look at that bottom line, but she, she loves doing that. Whereas in I don't, and I enjoy doing things that she doesn't like doing. And I'm sure a lot of people on here can relate to that. Um, yeah. But also just to kind of be a little bit more vulnerable for a moment and, and maybe a little bit more raw and real, you know, for a lot of moms that stay at home and watch their kids, you know, that, that consumes you. And so for Emily to have a a sort of an outlet that allows her the ability to scratch an itch that maybe being a mom (laughs) and a wife and a school, a homeschool teacher, you know, just to see her come alive like that has been probably the most exciting part of the journey for me. Obviously I'm excited about getting the property and acquiring it, but seeing her get excited about it. That, that that makes it worth it for me and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that
0: that is awesome I love it and and it and it is that is it's such and I think you got you guys have probably heard me say this on the podcast before it's one of the funnest parts about this space of real estate that I've ever been a part of is families do this together and it's and it and it brings out different aspects and different you know fulfills different needs for everybody and like for Emily, you know it's like okay I, I'm like, like, I like diving into the numbers. I like analyzing these properties. I like getting into this and it gives me, you know, something else to, to, you know, hang my hat on or whatever, you know, that that I love and everybody has Mm -hmm. different pieces. But what's so fun to me is families are doing it together. And there's an aspect to that that is so fulfilling for me personally, because I've been doing in investing in real estate for 20 years. Right. And, the last four years or five years we've been doing this and I've never been in any other lane of real estate that families do together it's usually one or the other I love that just a business deal and it's just an investment and that's all it is and this is something that people do together and that's why I always refer to them as lifestyle assets it's not it's because you know they're in and lifestyle is different for everybody you know But, you know, and and the the fulfillment we get is different for everybody. But it's, but I hear it's like this overarching theme that, you know, we're doing this together, we're having fun together. You know, your kids end up getting involved in it. And it's just, there's, I mean, there's nothing, you know, you, you can't put a price tag on that. That's so fun and that's awesome.
1: Well, that's spot on. I think that's probably why you attract a certain type of person that comes to you, it's because they want that, they want that for their families. Uh, They want that, that lifestyle and the ability to create memories while investing. It's not like you're doing one or the other, you're able to do both. And so I, I think it's just a untapped market and I'm sure uh, it's going to continue to grow as you all have mentioned, but we're certainly grateful that we ran across your, uh, we we came across uh, you on Facebook. And uh, we were sucked in, and it was a quick decision and a great decision and we are so thankful, so here we are less than thirty days and uh I, I know we have so much more to learn, but we are truly grateful to be here
0: yeah awesome well well the the feeling's mutual, we love having you guys. I sure appreciate you taking a little bit of time today and chatting, and I think it's really fun for people to hear. You know, somebody that just got in, that just got in, going, and is already having results, and already has a property. And you know, the next time we talk, you're gonna be, we're gonna be talking about the numbers. Emily will have the spreadsheet out, and we'll, we'll know the the exact returns we've got, right? <laughs> so that's
2: right. Now you just,
0: you just
1: need to do one thing. You need to buy a place in Wintergreen, and then we'll go out there and meet hey, up, and you can listen. You can listen. show us your
0: ski tricks. You, you tell me. <laughs> so the, here's the funny thing. So I, I. I am not saying this to because I'm dead serious about buying something in Wintergreen. So I'm in. I'm very actively trying to buy properties. So you find me a property, I'm there. I'll be your neighbor. And but I was looking. Hey, I'll be your I'll be your agent. I know I know you will. So I said, go <laughs> find me a property. We'll get, you'll you 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 double you'll you'll, get, you'll be representing me, and I'll get a property. We'll we'll, we'll both be happy. That's great. And so and we'll be I was,
1: skiing together, golfing together, yeah. going to the
0: wineries and breweries, and having fun. <laughs> do, do you guys ski there, by the way? Does it, is it Is do you actually have you been and skied there before? We, ha-
2: yes, yeah. we have. Oh, yeah. Yes, we
0: have. Yes, we have. Yeah, i i went uh, I looked at and i I just saw they're like these teeny little resorts compared to what we're used to, right? They're like yes, and like like we get like four hundred and something inches of snow at our resorts annually. And I was looking at the annual snowfall; it's like thirty six inches. And I'm like, how do they how do they make <laughs> it? You know? And it's they just they make snow make so
2: much it's, snow. Yeah, we're from that? Michigan, so yeah. uh, we're used to more snow as well. But yeah, they make it,
0: and, and it works, it right? Ma- it's, and,
2: it works it's a little icy sometimes but it works (laughs)
0: yeah that's fun well hey listen i'm dead serious you find me a property i'm coming out there what we're going to do guys we're going to actually start going to uh, after the first of the year we're going to start taking our crew on the road and we're going to start going and and investing in different properties across the country kind of take our take our show on the road a little bit and uh kind of document the process make it really fun for people to see us doing it so so you go find me a property great idea we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be right there with you. So, um, guys, I on it. Okay. You, you, Hey, it doesn't have to be the first of the year. You tell me tomorrow, we'll get it. So you go find me one. You find right. me, just find <laughs> me one by yours and we'll just have this, the contractors do a double, a double dip there. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So awesome guys. Well, listen, thank you so, so much for joining us today. Um, I know our listeners will appreciate hearing your story. I'm super excited to continue down this journey with you guys and uh and and seeing what you're going to do with that little property there and uh, how fun it's going to be and uh if uh all of you listening we're going to be back here same time same place next week we always appreciate you leaving us a review subscribing to the channel and if you got anything out of this share it with somebody else and we'll plan on seeing you same time same place thanks guys cheers
2: Thanks for joining us on this episode of Lifestyle Asset University Podcast. Share
1: this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit
2: LifestyleAssetUniversity.com.
0: Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.